Hi everybody, thank you so much for joining us today on The Carepreneur Show. And today I have two wonderful guests all the way from Colorado. Uh, so they, they escaped the, the, you know, the cold and uh, <laughs> came to hot sunny Florida. But uh, super glad to have you guys here. So today I have Catherine and I have Rob with Serenity Engage, which Serenity Engage is an online communication platform, a HIPAA compliant platform for families uh, to be able to communicate you know, with communities, senior living, senior housing, senior care in general, about their loved one, their mom, their dad, their spouse, and, and, and help kind of bridge that gap in communication. So uh, love what you do. Uh, and um, you. I know when I was out in Colorado and I got to meet you and learn a little bit more about what you were doing, I. Uh, I was so impressed, and then just to think that since October of 2019, just how far you guys have come with Serenity uh, Engage is so exciting, and I can't wait to dive into that, but I think more than anything, um, I would love to know like what inspired this you know, application. What, 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 what helped you come up with the reason or the idea for, for creating something like this, you know? Yeah, um, my, my story's probably not much different than most people who get into senior care. Right. I had a personal experience with it. So I spent 25 plus years as a software marketing executive and my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's 10 years ago. And when she was diagnosed, I realized that my dad began to lean more on me for care because they had a very traditional marriage where mom right. took care of dad. Now mom was... Um, able to do less and less over time and so dad would lean on me even though I have three able-bodied brothers right. who are amazing people right. um, he still just leaned on me as the female right. and <laughs> what do I do right <laughs> and even he even I tell this story I forgot about this actually until this very moment he even told me he gave me an article one day that was from AARP magazine that basically prepared me as a daughter to be the person who was going to be taking care of them. He's like, here, Kath, read this. <laughs> okay. If AARP okay. says it, then Just saying, right? Right. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I began to help my dad manage my mom's care, and then we started with home care, like most people do. Right. So getting into that journey of home care, and then mom had to eventually move into memory care because it was just, she needed that level of care and my dad couldn't do it. Right. And I'm still working full time with a demanding job and kids at home and a life. And then we had to, after four emergency room visits, move dad into an assisted living community. Gotcha. So now they're in the same community. Dad's in assisted living, mom's in memory care. And I had 30 are, people to communicate with. Are they close to you? I mean, like, I mean are, are they close by, not close? Right. Not um, geographically, they were originally an hour away. Okay. And when my dad had to go into assisted living, I did move them closer to me. Yeah. Uh, and, and I have two brothers who live in the same state with me. So we tried to make it sort of equal distance so that everybody could go and visit. Yeah. And I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you said you had 30 people to communicate with. Like, like, what, 30 like, people. I kept a spreadsheet of all. <laughs> All the different people and so this is a big myth in right, senior right, care right, right, right. that when you move mom or dad into yeah. a community that that everything is handled right. and what I quickly learned is it's not right. and and that's not a bad thing it's just something I didn't know right. and I think right. most people don't know and, and, and it's almost like people have an expectation of like you know maybe how like a hotel is run or how this other business is run like, yes. that's a, like there's I, I expect that to be how it's gonna be for my loved one and it's like yes. sometimes like you almost are disappointed when you realize that it's not that way. Like yes. that same level of service is not 
you know, really what you would expect, you know, when you think about everything else going on in the world and how those attention to detail is, is really there, but it's not in it's senior not, care sometimes. And it's not, and it's a, now that I'm in the industry, so I've been doing this now for a good three, almost four years with Serenity Engage, it's, um, I've noticed that it is very, a little bit of the industry has done it to ourselves right. by saying we're hospitality, we'll hide all the ugly aging stuff back here, we've got your mom and dad, right, right. we've got them. Right. But the reality is my dad had diabetes, so we had to bring in home health right. and give his insulin shots. Um, my dad needed some counseling because he was having some issues dealing with my mom and her Alzheimer's and some other things. So then a counselor is coming in. Their doctor began rounding. Right. So uh, there are all these different people coming in and then of course hospice. At the end of their lives we had yeah. hospice coming in. All these different people are coming in to round. On top of that, I didn't know who the executive director of the community was. I, I knew the name but I didn't know the person for probably three months. Wow. Um, and we, we can talk about that for a second, too, because I think that there is a difference between what family expects an executive director's job to be and what the executive director's job actually well, is. Lovely, you know, you, you know like, like as you're just talking, I'm thinking about just just the, like, fact that, um, you know, maybe, like, 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 communities, you know, we get so lost in doing all this work of caring, like, dealing with hospice, dealing with the physician, dealing with our teams, you know, they taking like like inside our world it's like crazy like stuff yes. pops up all the time yeah. right and then like the families are just out there like uh hey yes uh, what's going on are you gonna call you gonna call let me yeah. know yeah yeah like, like what's going on um, i'm right over here you know right? and like but they don't realize like all this chaos is actually happening inside like and maybe organized chaos but like you know they might be doing right. all these things but the the information that they're all talking about is not getting relayed to you as a family Exactly, and that, so that was the birth yeah. of Serenity yeah. was really, there's a better way to do this. I yeah. know there is, I come from the tech industry, we've solved the problem of disparate teams working together. The struggle I really had was all these different people caring for mom and dad didn't talk to each other. Right. Right. So right. even if I could get them to talk to me, which was a chore sometimes, right. um, to get them to talk to each other never happened. Right. So I was in a position of relaying information about my one parent or the other's health from one person to another who are providing care and that just didn't seem right, right to me right, yeah. so and also all of a sudden you become like this like like this like you know the the middleman between everyone you know yeah, yeah. yeah and I think and and we were talking a little bit earlier today about the idea that family really oftentimes family if somebody has dementia there's probably a family member who's a power of attorney right and that person steps into, often steps into the role of the care coordinator, care communication and collaboration. And I call that person the CEO of the care team. It right. does not mean that the family member is doing everything and running around bossing around everyone around. Right. It means that as a family member, I know my dad best. I know when he um, is, is having a, a early signs of a UTI. I know that innately. Right and the care staff often doesn't. So it means that the family is is there kind of making sure that things are happening and that there's communication and coordination right, happening right, because right, right. we know our loved ones best. Right, so, 100%, which was so important, yeah. you know. So did you, at the time, like, did you, did you like, go and see if they had this app or this, like, 
thing to see if like you know do does the company already have something they just didn't tell me about on day one <laughs> like, right like, right. Or, or, like what, what led you to be like hey you know i'm gonna go solve this problem because i can't take it anymore <laughs> like I, I didn't actually ever ask them if they had an app because I assumed if they had one, they would have right, offered right, it to right, me. Right, so right. That, that's interesting, though, that I did not do that. But, but I'm saying but there had to be like some sort of like due diligence before you were like, you know, like, I'm yes. going to solve this problem. Because, like, you're, I mean, you're probably thinking, like, this, this can't be like, is this how it is everywhere? Like, right. Is this, like, is this right. everyone's experience or is this mine? So you that's know, like, what I did. Um, yeah. That's perfect. It's a, it's a great segue, too. Um, I did go and start talking to other people about is this a problem or is this just a Kathy right, problem? Right, right. Is this, this just, just me? Is this me, is this me having this problem right, over right, here, right, feeling yeah. like I'm all left out? Um, and sometimes, you know, like, like you know, my role, that happens a lot. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's right? just, yeah, it's just you. Like, okay. Yeah, right. and sometimes it is just me, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm totally I can accept that, that right? Yeah, yeah. But I started shadowing people in the industry. Right. I lived in my mom's memory care the last nine days of her life, and I watched and I learned and I asked a lot of questions. That perspective, I feel like, is like so different, probably, right? Like, it's it is so different, and I joked that um, someone needs to write a book called The Secret Life of Caregivers yeah. because we as family will never see what these people go through. Right. They are heroes every single day, right. all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That's I, sometimes like like on the like you know. Because I understand both sides. Like sometimes when I come up and like say like the music's not on the front porch, or there's like certain little things that are important to me. You know, yes. like, like I always gotta take into mind like, look, that's like the least of their problems. <laughs> like you know, like that might right. be your problem. You know, because I want the ambiance and I want all that like stuff. Yeah. And there's like little elements that are important to me. But at the end of the day, like you know, the, the, the them taking care of you know you know people's families is is obviously the most important thing. And, it is. And, and so, like, if, if, if them not turning the music on or they got sidetracked or it didn't get checked on the checklist because of the fact that, you know, they got busy with someone, like, I got to be okay with that, you know? You do. And, and, and at the same time, it is a standard that you uphold. It's part of your culture. Right, right. And it's what makes, if someone else had built um, Disneyland right. and didn't put the attention to detail in it, would right. it have been what Disneyland is today? Right. Right. So I think there is that, but it's a balance. It's a balance. Yeah. It's, it's like very it's much a, a balance. Give, give, I just sometimes I almost wish like more families would do that because I think if more families saw the inner workings of it, yeah, there might be uh, you know a deeper under, uh, understanding of like really what's going on. One, either from a comfort level, or two, just from an understanding of what the the caregivers are going through, maybe. You yeah. Know? But yeah. Yeah. And the ebbs and flows right. that the caregivers go through, and right. the the downtime that they sometimes do have. Right. Right. And. Um, and, and being able, this is something that I find really cool. Uh, we're having an event in September 2021 in Denver called Collaboration in Aging. And we have a person from Disney actually coming to speak at that event. And part of That's what awesome. he's going to be speaking about is how they create that customer experience new every single time yeah. when they've had the same parent say the same thing yeah. 95 times a day, all day long for right. five years in a row. Right. They still Love have it. to put themselves in that experience, yeah. and that's what caregivers do. So they so. have they have someone come to them. My mom would ask for apples. That was one of her things, right. apples, apples, right. and they right. had to recreate for her every time as if it was brand that's new. Awesome. I love that. That's yeah, hard. Yeah, that's, and it's hard, but I think that's yeah. an amazing thing to strive for. You know, like um, you know, just just like 
you know, like, for, for, you know, for that, for the person to make that experience like a, a memorable one, even if they don't remember it. Yes. But in that moment, you know, making it memorable, like, you know, where they, 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 they may not be able to look at that person and understand why they like them, but they know they like them because they made them feel good. Yes. Not because they know why they feel like they made them feel good. But they just, they just Absolutely. Know that, like, I feel like we see that a lot sometimes where like, you know, people will respond to certain caregivers because of just the way they made them feel. You know. Yes. Um, so, but yeah, but that's yeah. a little off topic from Serenity. You know, but like I just yeah, but it's like, all part of it because yeah. that's what we want to create in Serenity. Yeah. So what Serenity does is it's a HIPAA compliant messaging platform that allows everyone providing care for the older adult to be on one platform to communicate. So when hospice, one of my issues was I didn't know if the doctor had rounded. Right. Um, and if they had rounded, what did they say? What happened? Right. Did my mom get her hair cut? Because that was the only thing that mattered to her. Right. And I would sometimes request it and find out on the weekend that it didn't happen. And then I didn't know why. Right. And this is a true story. I went in one weekend and I didn't know why and it had happened before this way. And I, I said, I was getting agitated as right. a family member and I don't I tried to be really really patient because right. I understand and I was beginning to get agitated why is my mom not getting her hair cut right. why are they not bringing her up and someone came around to me and said we brought your mom up three times and she kept hitting at us so we brought her back down it wasn't right. a good time right. and I wanted to say I didn't say it I just graciously said thank you but what I wanted to say is why didn't someone just communicate that to me right. I would have given you some advice, number one, on how to help with that. Number two, I would have been fine. Right, <laughs> it would, right. I would have exactly. just, everything comes yeah, okay. down yeah, when yeah, you know. 100%. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 100%, um, I know we had that uh, experience recently, which is why we uh, reached back out. I, I need your help now, Catherine, because you know, <laughs> right? like in, in, in our small environment, you know, um, you know, for the most of pre-COVID world, like communication was relatively pretty easy for us to do because being smaller, there was just like, our families were very involved. Yes. They're there a lot. We're constantly communicating with them in person. You know, and so we had that luxury of like, communication was easier because it happened a lot at the community yeah. as, as part of just being around them and them coming in to visit and talking and updating them on how the day went or what the doctor said or whatever the case might be. Um, and you had that like intimacy with it, but when COVID happened, it forced us to have to like basically shut down keep visitors from visiting yeah. and then like you know we did not do as good of a job as we could have at like strategically saying okay on a on a weekly basis how are we going to plan to communicate with families and and, and and you know what are we letting them know and how do we continue to have a consistent like yeah. like time to update those families and, and let them know what's going on because the more time that goes on without them understanding what may be taking place behind the scenes the more they wander and want their minds start to wander and what's happening is right uh, is, is something changing and so you know. there's a, a term in psychology called negativity bias right and the longer we go as human beings without information the more information we put in there we make it up right and we tend to make negative information gotcha. up so that's, that's that's the first thing so there you go negativity <laughs> bias yeah. and the way around that is you just communicate all you have to do is say your mom didn't get her hair cut or your right. mom didn't have dinner or right. whatever it was Solved all problems. done yeah. everything yeah. is yeah. done yeah. and yeah. I, you've probably read the book upstream uh, I know we've talked about switch and upstream yeah. um, that's an upstream thinking. That's a take care of the problem before it becomes yeah, a exactly. problem. Be yeah, proactive. 100%. And you're not the only one, as you know, who had that issue because all assisted livings, well, memory care, senior living, senior yeah. care, 
operated a certain way, well, and, and then and, boom. And, and, and the hard part too was like when they went boom, like it was like <laughs> what happened was the state was basically like, boom, here's a new rule today. Yep. Boom, here's a new rule tomorrow. Yep. Boom, here's a new rule today. So every day it was just like, yes, we kept every being, day. Our, our boom from the state was like always a new rule yeah. that we're trying to follow. And so like, I, I hate to say it, but at the time, at the last thing on our mind was like communicating with the families. Yeah. Just because at the end of the day, we were like, we're, we're like trying to change processes, trying to change systems, trying to figure out, okay, how do we do this now? How do we do that? Infection like, control PPE. protocol, yeah, and, just and, got and, completely and, and different. Like, they're like, up, you got to update this thing every single day now. We need to head count. How much PPE do you have on, you know, standby? Yeah. Like, it was like, it was just like, it was a lot. So like, the, I hate to say it. Like, <laughs> I weird, like how you like, say it. It was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. I just, I remember like talking to the girls, I was really like, wow, that's a lot of stuff. I don't know how, I don't, we were already like just, you know, like, like, you know, in a small environment, I feel like we, we were fortunate to have a small environment because there's less yeah. things to do in, compared to maybe a bigger environment, but there was still so much to do. I was just like, wow, this is insane. Like how, like, like I'm thinking like every time they add a new thing for us to do, like yeah. it's like one less thing, like it's like more time being taken away from our, our, our residents. And that was like the whole thing that was killing me. So like our whole like time was just trying to figure out, okay, well, how do we, how do we continue to care for them and meet their needs at the same level, but then also go over here and count PPE gear and, and then fill out yeah. this ESSS form every single day and, you know, do like all these hours of administrative tasks that the state's asking of us, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, because of COVID, like people are not wanting to come to work and people are freaking out. People are, you know, right. it was just a lot of You had stuff. staffing issues right. on top of Like all these other already rules and regs and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, so then it was just like, and then we had like, uh, you know, everyone's having to get tested. And then yep. that was forced on us. And then the, we had new testing regimes. And it was and the, the hard test, the right. one yeah, up exactly. the nose, yep. into the brain. I, to do that every day or every uh, yeah, week was or like, however I think it was, often. It was like every two weeks, but like even scheduling all the girls to come in and get that test done and then like yeah. send them all out. And it was just, there was just all these new processes yeah. that to our new, normal routine were not there. So like I said, not that we didn't think about families, but like every time like something that drastically affected them, we would call them on something. So we yeah. were in touch a lot with them in the beginning just to say, hey, now you can't come visit. Okay. Hey, now you or you can't come visit you gotta do this but now you can't come visit now we're doing this now we're doing testing now we're doing that yeah. so like all the call, phone calls were more like that and then once like the dust settled and we got through it all then yeah. that's when it was like okay all right what do we do now and it was just like refiguring out everything and that's when we that we really should have put that communication plan in place because what happened was it was like we communicated well with eight people just because we were in constant communication for whatever other needs that they had but those other maybe four people that like they were good and in good health and didn't need a lot of communication. Yeah. We had like forgotten to like really put intentional effort into letting mom, like letting them know, like, hey, mom's doing good, all's really well. That's why we haven't been in touch, you know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, she's in a good place, all's fine. And, but uh, but you know, but being intentional is important, you know. So yeah. it is, it is. But but you know, life happens, right? right. So exactly. you you deal with what you deal with, and I think most families were very flexible, especially in the beginning, because they knew. But Everybody but I love scrambling. what your app does, though, for that, you know. So we, Thank so you. So we got to figure out how, how did Rob get in the picture, or like how did you guys come together? Because he's yeah. he's the he's the he, tech guru back here. He's you know? the tech guru. He is the the technical brains behind all of this. So yeah. how did he get in the picture? When were you well, like, he was I'm stuck with me because okay. he's also, he's my co-founder, but he's also my husband, yeah. and he um, is a serial entrepreneur. And I knew that. Um, his experience being a serial entrepreneur, being an engineer, and being a, a brilliant strategist was exactly what I needed for this. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that you, you know we kind of we kind of say no, I wasn't twisting. No, yeah. not even a little bit. No, I mean, I <laughs> she was like, I have an idea. Like, I'm on yeah, it. Yeah, 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 that was exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I mean, I'm, I've done a lot of tech startups, and I was actually in a tech startup um, at the time, and Kath came back, and, you know, it seemed like a, like a good idea. Like she said, she had the problem, and she spoke very eloquently about it. But, you know, if you're in technology or in business at all, sometimes you have a problem that nobody else has. So, right. you know, the first thing we talked about was how do we see if other people have this problem? And really, hats off to Kath. You know, we built a quick prototype, and you went out, I think you did, like, Two, three hundred interviews, you know, okay. just kind of wow. like getting outside of the building is like one of the one of the lean startup is a is a book that maybe yeah. some folks have heard about if they're entrepreneurs, and it says you know inside the building there are opinions, outside of the building there are facts, right. and so the idea of Kath just getting outside of the building, um, talking to a lot of different people, following them around, and you know we're like you know people are like yeah I just really need this. Um, so, you know, that was kind of the impetus of it, and I was still, you know, um, had my day job and then eventually decided to jump on board. We thought we could make something of it. Um, you know, you always want, you know, for both Kath and I, it was really important for us to have a business that had an underlying why. Like, right. we didn't just want to build a business to make money. Um, money making money is great. It's a great thing. We, we, wanted, we definitely wanted to do that, but we also wanted to have a why. So we kind of had verified that, and then the next part of it was, can we make money at it? Right. And trying to figure that out. And one thing that really jumped out at me was that, you know, Kath was the power of attorney for her mom and dad's estate, and, you know, they weren't super wealthy, but it was still a significant amount of money. And, you know, so here you have somebody that is kind of the CEO of the care team, as Kath was saying, with, you know, a half million, million, two million dollar estate making all these economic decisions and nobody's right. really paying any attention to them. Right. right so, you know, right. the kind of the thought was is that um, that can't, that's not sustainable over the long term. If somebody's right. making big financial decisions, right. you're right. not paying attention to them and they're not happy, right. um, that's not going to work out so well. So we really set out to really understand the entire ecosystem, but also um, the unique perspective of the eldest daughter and, and how to make life better for the eldest daughter. And I say eldest daughter because 75% of the time it is, right. it is right. a woman. Well, and I think, too, is like, like, there's probably a, a, a certain amount of pressure like, to make those kind of decisions because at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're thinking about mom or dad's health. Um, and that's why you're reaching out for these services, but then there's also a cost to that. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, and so like it's, you know, not only are you like trying to decide like, well, is the care going to be good? Is this going to be good? But like, it's like, can mom afford this? And then, mm -hmm. and then I, as a power attorney, got to make the decision on that. Like I'm, I'm deciding like how to spend mommy's, or not mommy's, exactly. mom or dad's money. Exactly. Well, <laughs> like, it is. And, it's how, and it's, and it's, there's a lot of pressure there for that. And what like, would they want? Right. And I had a co-power of attorney with, and with one of my brothers, so that was good. But it really is about who, how do you make those decisions? Because we also knew that our parents wanted to leave a legacy, a financial legacy to right. their children. So right. giving them the best possible quality of care, they wanted to make sure that they had their kids taken care of. I mean, it it's tough, and then you're right. emotional right. in all of then this. You're also like trying to probably you know try to like follow a will to some extent. It's like, right. and, but if we spend everything, there's nothing left to, for the will to you know. To like you know to, to give out to like what like whatever their intention was, you know they might not be able to fulfill if if we don't help like you know through right. this process properly. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, manage yeah. it well. Kath was in a good situation where you know there there were enough resources and also 
you know, casts one of four, and everybody kind of got along pretty well and kind of agreed. I was very lucky. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times we're in situations where, um, you know, some people are out of state, some people are taking, some, some children are out of state, some children are doing most of the caregiving. There might be disagreements on, on care, on end-of-life care, on on financial aspects, and that gets really tricky in this business, you know, right. and and how to help the family get on the same page and get together and all have the same information and be making decisions together. That was turned turned out. It's turned out to be a pretty important part of our, our business. Right. Absolutely. Now, when you when um, like at this point in time, like, were you did you know what you wanted to develop? Like, 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 was there a few pivots along the way, or like, were you kind of through that like interview process exploring what would be the best solution? Or I think we were exploring what the best solution would be, and I had a vision of what I wanted it to look like. And my first vision, we absolutely did not do. Yeah, it was yeah. totally off. D totally. Yeah, and so that, that was interesting because <laughs> which is how it usually goes, right? Yeah. 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 But it, I mean, really, what we learned was. You know, it's interesting because again, Kath went out and shadowed, and she said, "You know, here we are, these tech, these tech executives, and you know, we're not, we're realizing we're in a completely hands-free environment. You know, right. caregivers giving a shower, you know, phone, you can't type something into the phone; it's on the floor, and we're trying to go yeah. give give uh, an elder a shower. So really, the the vision got a lot simpler. It got a lot less data entry and a lot less kind of interaction with software, and just." Very, very simple trying to get everybody on the same page and uh, kind of like almost least common denominator, but yeah. make things low friction. And um, it also ended up getting a lot more visual, right. a lot more photographs and videos. Um, so, uh, you know, not, not what we expected at all and kind of a very good um, demonstration of like when you get out into the market and you start to talk to people how visions can really shift. Right, right, absolutely. And so like, when you think about, um, like that was was the primary focus originally to help get the rest of the family on the same page or was it just to be informed as a family caregiver? You know, for me it, it was actually to be informed as yeah. a family caregiver so that I knew. So yeah. peace of mind for me would have been and, and turned out was, um, I could have been out on a run on a Sunday morning and my watch buzzes and I know that's my dad's um, counselor had just rounded. Gotcha. And so I knew that I could go back and read what the counselor had said. So just having some of that conversation and, and the other side to that is I was then able to, so a counseling is a great example of how serenity really helps. My dad would sit in the counseling session and say nothing happened nobody's been here haven't seen anyone for months nobody's right, fed me right, these right, things right, right? right which I knew were lies uh, but it also meant the counselor had nothing to work with right, right. <laughs> so went before the counselor came every week I would just enter a little quick here's what happened I visited my brother visited here's what we did um, right. and here's some pictures and then the counselor had something to work with my gotcha. dad and yeah. it, it it, the quality of care went from here to here. So, so just this, is, that this is with the app. This, this is with the app. app. Yeah. It's all and done through the app. You know, it's like, like so that. You, that you were able to use it, mm -hmm. like on with my your dad. Own. Yeah, because we started was. using it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And awesome. that that little theme of kind of the uh, of the eldest child being the CEO of the care team started playing out in all sorts of interesting ways. Like in healthcare, there's this big impetus on how can we share information between different uh, care providers 
and you know we try to go ahead and approach it from a technical standpoint, get systems talking to each other. And what we found is that often the eldest child can be that glue between the different systems. Sounds Just sense. so yeah. like we had a, a situation where uh, we had one caregiver coming in and saying, you know, your dad's really upset. I wish I could give him an Ativan, which is a um, a prescript PNR prescription to kind of calm somebody down, but it's not on the on the formulary, and you know she's not approved for it. And Catherine's like, yeah, yeah, yes, you know. And so I knew it was on there. Yeah, yeah and so yeah. that is often the case where the like the, the eldest old, daughter like knows yeah, yeah, has yeah, a yeah, bigger yeah. 360 degree right. view, and can go ahead and kind of connect the dots for people. Um, yeah, and do that in a really simple way. Sure. I remember when I was more involved on a daily basis, the, the ALF, like, you know, I was, like, I would go in the doctor's appointment with the resident, and, you know, I would, yes. I would like, I would be on all these different, like, I would know them, like, like I, I, you know, how, how do they do overnight? How are they doing yeah. at, you know, at, at the uh, community and stuff? But, like, the hard part was, like, so, like, you know, trying to, you know, like, like if, if a staff member went to that appointment and then came back with that information, like, when they went, they may not have been able to communicate to the doctor all the information that was, Right. Like that, yes. that was relevant to why they should be there. So sometimes, like you know, having that person with that knowledge to be there to you know to share insight, yeah. so that the doctor can make an informed decision. You know, yeah. it's so yeah. huge. Yeah. So so you're able to then not only are you able to get information and get it from them, but you're saying that also is allowing you the way you design it is allowing you to communicate directly with them through that platform as well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So it's a two-way communication yeah. and allows family and staff to be communicating back and forth as well as hospice and other people who are rounding. And you asked about the, the family as well. Right. So that was a kind of a side benefit that I learned was right. once they posted in there, my brothers all had the same right. information at the less, same less, time. Less, 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 like and it really did six change. phone calls. Yeah, <laughs> like, because I did have a, yeah. a brother who didn't live in state and didn't know right. what was going right. on. And if right. he called dad, dad would say, no one's been right. here, no one's fed yeah. me, you know, and then, and all the stories. And then, right, or he's calling the community yeah. and complaining. Right. And, and so it just cuts all of that out. And what we Love heard uh, last week, we visited, a, a, did a whole bunch of visits to customers. What we really learned is Serenity cuts out the middleman right. and reduces the, the dropped communications and the right. confusion because everything is it's just right streamlined. Love it. Love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Man. It's so exciting. So what's, what's, what's on the future so for, for Serenity? What's, what's on? I think that, you know, I, so we're, we're fortunate, um, you know, in, in technology, a lot of times when you start out, um, you don't make money right away. And so you're dependent on investment. So we got a significant investment. We've got a... Uh, more than a million dollars of investment so that that's really exciting for us awesome. and yeah and i think that i think that the next steps for us are um, a lot of it is just continue doing what we're doing and make this system really low friction really easy to use um, there are a couple of things we're really curious about one is you know tying um, devices into the picture like things like uh, alexa and passive infrared cameras there's a lot of different things you can do there to improve the quality of care, um, you know, at, at the same time making it it's safe and and very efficient right. for care staff. So a lot of the the things that they do day in day out that are kind of like paperwork oriented, we can take off their plates so they can spend more time doing care. Sure. Absolutely, so, yeah, that's awesome. Um, so that's exciting, and uh, you know, I think that we have our initial idea, cast initial idea, was to make it very easy for 
different people from different organizations in the elder care spectrum to communicate together and we went out we focused on assisted living and hospice um, so now we're going to expand that out to home health and home care and transportation and you know trying to hit other parts of that ecosystem right, right. whereas when we first went out we were we were really tightly focused on just a couple of segments right it's so important i mean communication is key in so many ways and yeah. you know and, and like you said efficiency like you know instead of you having to call your brother and call this person mm -hmm. call that person or update all these different people and you know it's just it's all right there they can read it when they get a chance to get to it or, or watch it and, and the know. same is true with staff so yeah. we all know that one of the biggest issues right now in senior care overall no matter yeah. who you are in senior yeah. care is staffing and, yeah. and turnover so having continuity of conversation regardless yeah. of who's there is really really valuable i love that it's so important too absolutely Awesome stuff. Well, I'm super excited for where the future of this is going, man. I'm, I'm Thank super Because I, you know, since back then to today, I mean, yep. you guys have been consistent, persistent, all the all those entrepreneurial traits that like, people need to have to like, you know, become a success. Um, you guys have not given up, and obviously it shows because, you know, to, to, to raise around and, and to continue being able to progress and and um, and develop that is like, super exciting. So awesome stuff thank but. you and what's really exciting for me is to hear from customers how it's yeah. impacted their lives it's really it's awesome we do and, have to and, make and money families. we absolutely do because too, that's sure. how we continue to do this but boy that's what gets me up yeah, every no, morning absolutely it's, it's, it's cool that's the part about it is that if you can make money and be able to make a difference in someone's yeah. life like that's what it's all about so. absolutely. right yeah that's awesome stuff well yeah. guys thank you so much thanks for coming down thank all you all the way and visiting me down yeah, here yeah we're Florida. thrilled to be here it's great I was, to be I was here Chris. Excited. No, seriously yeah. Yeah. Uh, i was when you texted me that day i was like oh i'm like i was pumped I was just, good good no, I was so was i super excited so uh Guys, thank you so much. Make sure you check out their app, Cerny Engage. And they also have a show for those that are in the senior care space called or it's, uh, Mavericks of Senior Living. Yep. And it's an incredible podcast, uh, very educational. They're doing a lot of great things um, in the space. So super excited for that as well. But make sure you check them out. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Chris. And, thank uh, you, Chris. And we'll see you guys here every Monday, 3 p.m., right here. And uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great day, guys. See you soon.